Welcome back to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by former Boston College women's lacrosse player who recently just announced her transfer to Clemson next season, Summer Agostino. Before her collegiate career, uh, Summer was the number three ranked recruit in the 2021 class by Inside Lacrosse. Summer is also an Under Armour All-American and a USA Lacrosse All-American as well. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Summer. And how's everything going? Well, first, I want to say thank you for having me. Everything is going very well. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on as well. And overall, uh, how has your summer been going so far since the season last ended? And have you been up to anything interesting, whether it's the cross related or not? Um, it's going great. Um, I've actually been working at Orland and Cohen, which is um, a physical therapy place. So I've been an aide there and I've been helping coach uh, a Long Island Yellow Jackets team. So the former club I used to play for. That's pretty awesome. Is it cool getting a different perspective on the game, being a coach and during, sure. this off, during the summer? It, actually, it allows me to learn a lot. What are some of the things that you learn as a coach that you wouldn't as a player? Um, Just like the different perspectives on the field. Like, so I'm a midfielder, so I am helping coach the defense the offense and even like the goalie. So it's like pretty cool to know like how like those girls see the sides of the field. Now it was recently announced that you will be transferring to Clemson next season. Uh, what led you to make the decision to enter the transfer portal and why was Clemson the right school for you? So I believe that Boston college was not the right fit for me. Um, I think Clemson will give me more opportunities, whether that be on or off the field. Um, Clemson has a very family oriented team, which I really appreciate as well. And what are your goals and expectations with Clemson next season? And have you had the chance to meet any of your future teammates yet? So some goals and expectations I have for Clemson next season would be that we earn our first bid in the NCAA tournament. Um, I strongly believe that this team is more than capable of doing so. And I actually have had um, a chance to meet several of the girls. One of them I actually used to play Yellow Jackets with, um, Emily Lampard of the goalie. And then two of the girls I used to play high school with, so that's pretty cool. And then I met my roommates and everything that I will be with. Now, obviously, I assume you're training for the upcoming season. So is there anything in particular that you want to work on uh, to prepare yourself for the upcoming season? Um, honestly, is that to take more chances? Um, I don't whether that be like a shot that I'm not quite comfortable taking, like a trick shot or something or some like diving for and then run out, like something just like that extra like, umph, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I want to transition now and start off the podcast talking about the beginning of your lacrosse career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, so doing research on yourself, it says that you're from South Setucket, New York. Talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse? So where I'm from, it's definitely a big hotbed for lacrosse. So I've grown up around it. Um, my older sister, she actually started before me. So watching her play was pretty cool. And it definitely led me to wanting to play myself. And growing up, did you watch any of lacrosse? And if so, who were some of your favorite players and teams that you admired? I did. So I grew up around Stony Brook, so I would go to their games a lot. But my two favorite players were definitely Sam Apuzo and Dempsey Arsenal. And was it cool sort of being coached by Sam Apuzo? It was. It definitely was for sure. Now, before college, you played for your high school at Ward Melville. Talk about your lacrosse experience uh, with that team and what you took away from it. Um, I had the best experience at Ward Melville. Um, it was always highly competitive with several D1 commits on my team each year. 
as well as we'd play against most teams would have several D1 commits as well. So, but most importantly, this is where I met my best friends. So this is how I learned to have fun and um, play as a team. And do you have like a particular favorite memory with that team when you look back on it now? Um, it's definitely hard to just pick one, but I would definitely say it was my senior day because it allowed me to enjoy the day with the girls that I grew up with and who I started playing lacrosse with. Now, how did your high school lacrosse experience sort of help you prepare for college with Boston College? So like I said before, since I played with several D1 commits and against many D1 commits, it allowed me to um, play against great competition and prepare me for college. And you also played your club lacrosse uh, days with the Yellow Jackets, the team that you now coach. Uh, <laughs> what was your club lacrosse experience like for you? It was awesome. Um, I was definitely fortunate enough to play with um, and against the best girls in my class. This really prepared me for college. So the girls that they're some of the best people you'll ever meet too, which is great. And I actually still work out with several of them today. Now, one thing that I was sort of interested in is obviously you're a very highly ranked recruit in your class at coming out of high school. I sort of just want to ask, is there any pressure that comes with uh, being a highly ranked recruit, sort of having a target on your back? And how do you sort of handle it and sort of maintain that consistency, uh, getting all those points and sort of being very, very noticeable on the field? Yeah, I would definitely say that there was tons of pressure at first. But as I got older, I kind of realized it only matters what I think about myself as opposed to what others think about me. So I definitely say that. <laughs> so let's now transition and talk about your recruiting process with Boston College. Uh, what made you want to go to that school initially and uh, what's made it stand out for some of the schools you might have looked at? So I grew up was watching Boston College on TV. It was my dream to play there. So when I got a call from them, it was definitely an easy yes to go visit. Um, what really sold me was like the girls on the team. They were great. And what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse? The speed of the game, for sure. <laughs> and you scored your very first collegiate goal um, your freshman year against UMass. Uh, so talk about that goal and sort of what it meant to you at that time. Yeah, it was a cool feeling. It definitely, it showed me that my hard work paid off from when I was a little girl. Now, during your freshman year, your team lost to North Carolina in both the ACC and National Championship game. What did you and your team learn from both those games that you think helped you moving forward in your collegiate career? So we learned that we couldn't have any lulls during big games like that. It's very important to put a whole game together. Now, you guys got your revenge against North Carolina um, this past season, beating them in the ACC Championship game. Uh, talk about winning that championship and sort of what it meant to you finally getting your first ACC yeah. championship. It was a cool experience. It was actually, so BC hasn't won an ACC title in all their sports since I believe like 1992, but it was their first ACC um, tournament win for women's sports. And how cool was it? Just talk a little bit more about just lifting up the trophy and sort of being yeah. part of that team. It was a great feeling. It was the girls you work with every day and five hours a day, it, it paid off. Now your team went on another championship run, but came up short to Izzy Skane in Northwestern. Uh, what was that game like from your perspective and how have you sort of reflected on that loss since it happened a couple of months ago? It was for sure a very tough game to watch. <laughs> um, I think it became emotional too fast and we couldn't pick ourselves up out of like the hole we built. So that was unfortunately the worst day we could have picked <laughs> to be an emotional game. 
And what are you going to take away from your lacrosse experience at Boston College? I know you probably didn't get the playing time you wanted, but mm -hmm. you probably had some really good experiences there watching some incredible players and sort of going on those championship runs and knowing yeah. what it's like to win those big games. That And that stuff is something I feel like you can translate into Clemson next season. Yeah. Um. So obviously lacrosse was awesome and top tier, but I think the thing that I would take away most from Boston College is the friendships and the relationships I built. Those girls are some of the best people and best friends I'll ever meet and even though I'm leaving we're still keeping in contact and I know that I'm going to be best friends with them forever so one thing that I love about your game summer is how good you are at draw controls it's one of the reasons why I reached out because hence the name of the podcast uh how do you work on that part of your game and sort of what's your strategy when you're in the circle so um I typically am pretty good at grabbing it out of the air with one hand but once I reach um, Boston College I definitely had to learn how to box out more it's obviously not as easy as it was in high school and everyone's good so I have to learn to use my body and my speed more on the draw circle yeah and you're also teammates with Ryan Smith in my opinion she's one of the best players in the circle especially this mm -hmm. past season did you learn anything from her and what was it like being your teammate and I sort did. of um, uh, just doing the draw with her and yeah. just on and off the field as well so she is not only one of the best players, I mean, but one of the best people. She is by far one of the funniest people you ever meet. Um, but one thing I learned from her was, so since she's a center, she we had a lot of different calls and like plays in the circle. So I learned how to listen to my center better. Now, let's move on to the non-lacrosse segment. I call this segment six questions that have nothing to do with lacrosse. And the goal of the segment is to hopefully get to know you a little bit more off the field. Uh, so first one is, if there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself and why? I would say Nina Dobrev. She is one of my favorite actresses. My favorite TV show is Vampire Diaries, so <laughs> I enjoy watching her. That's awesome. Uh, what music do you like to listen to? Country. Uh, what sort of any artists from country that you like? Um, um, a few would be Thomas Rhett, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs. Mm -hmm. um, Taylor Swift isn't so much country anymore, but when she was country. <laughs> I do like her pop music, though. I do, too. I love pop, too. Yeah. I'm kind of all over the board, hip-hop, pop, mm -hmm. uh, country. So it doesn't, whatever mood I'm in, I sort of just go to that um, genre. But I definitely like country a lot. Big Morgan Wallen guy. And I do like Luke Combs a lot. But it was definitely, I don't know if you saw his concert a few days ago where it was pouring rain and they had to cancel. Oh, it looked crazy. It looked amazing. I'm <laughs> so my friends went there. Yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, they could find a way to redo that concert. But yeah, I thought that was crazy seeing all the rain and stuff. But now next question is, what is the most overrated holiday and what is the most underrated holiday? I think the most overrated holiday is Halloween. I'm not a big Halloween person, but um, the most underrated I'd say is Thanksgiving. I agree with you on the Thanksgiving being the most <laughs> underrated. I think it gets overshadowed by Christmas, but like I, I agree. Said, there's nothing better than watching football and eating good food and having mm -hmm. good company. So I'll definitely say that. I think overrated for me would probably be New Year's Eve, though, just because I feel like you're just waiting for a clock to hit midnight. And then that's, that's pretty much fair. it. <laughs> I just don't see it, the fun in it as as other people might. So that's where I'll go with my most overrated. That's very fair. <laughs> now, let's talk about some of your teammates with BC. Uh, who was the funniest on the BC? What was the cross team? Oh, that's hard. Um, there. There's a lot of goofballs on the team. Um, I would definitely say the top two for me would be Rachel Hall and Lizzie O'Neill. Who had the best style on the BC Women's Lacrosse team off the field? Obviously, you did, but outside <laughs> yourself, who would you say had the best style? I would say Annabelle Hasselbeck by far. She had the coolest clothes I've ever seen. 
what is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? So I actually went to Thomas Rhett last night um, to see him in concert. So that was definitely the coolest thing I've seen this week. Have you ever seen him in concert prior to this one? No, he oh, was wow. great. That's good. That's good. I'd definitely love to see him um, at some point. Uh, I heard he puts on a good show. I'm glad to hear that's yes. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, probably just, uh, I don't know, just sort of the rain that took place on Friday, at least here in the Northeast. It was pretty crazy. And I saw some videos at a Fenway Park where people were like jumping in like the puddles there. It was pretty gross. I saw but... that too. <laughs> it was I don't not... know. I would not do that because there's probably so many diseases that are in that yeah, water. No, but... that wouldn't be me either. <laughs> But I just thought that was crazy seeing all those videos. Now, last non-lacrosse question is, what is one item on your bucket list that you hope to do one day? I've always said that I want to go skydiving. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It'll be, I'm too afraid. <laughs> it's very crazy, but I'm trying to find someone that will go skydiving with me after I finish my lacrosse career. <laughs> uh, for me, probably just um, traveling to different spots. Um, mm. I feel like I've gone to different places for sports, but like, as you know, you're really just there and then you go home. You really don't mm -hmm. get the chance to see everything. So I'd love to just explore and see what that's all about. Totally. I would love to too. Now, getting back to some lacrosse questions now, what advice do you have for younger players on what it takes to be a college lacrosse player like yourself? I would say just have fun with it. I, by coaching now, I it allows me to see that the parents have such a huge like have such control over their kids and I just want them to have fun with it mm -hmm. you know that's what I did growing up I think now like it's getting tougher and people are better at a younger age but that'll come the talent will come just have fun yeah and don't be yelling at your kid at eight yeah, years old right <laughs> terrible. yeah um I think for me honestly playing other sports as well as lacrosse um that definitely helps out a lot mm -hmm. because it makes you a better athlete and it gets rid of burnout which I feel like a lot of players that are younger seem to be only playing lacrosse in other sports and at least when I grew up everyone usually played one or two sports or two or three oh, yeah, sports so yeah. I think that's something that we should be more emphasized as well agreed uh now what should be done to help grow women's lacrosse from your perspective like how it help it grow yeah because I saw that this past national championship game that you're a part of I think was the most viewed women's lacrosse game of all time, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So what can be done to sort of help continue to grow that? Because I think that's a great thing, but I feel like we could definitely do better. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this year we definitely had more games on ESPN, but I think that we could grow that more and allow that to reach the West coast where lacrosse isn't as big. So just getting that out there. Now, before we let you go, Summer, do you have any shout outs you want to give to your family members or friends and who should we have on the podcast next? Hmm. Oh, God, that's a good question. Um, I would say someone that would be a great person on the podcast would be Mallory Hasselback from BC, one of my former teammates. She's the number one uh, person on my wish list. She's my favorite she? player. Yes. <laughs> so uh, hopefully this helps out a little bit as well with that. So. Now, She's awesome. now summer thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate your time it means so much to myself i think you're a great player and an even better person and i just want to let you know that and i wish you nothing but the best with clemson next season and hopefully i get the chance to see your team play in person as well thank you so much thank you for having me i had so much fun